The one, the only, Fish B over there on the bass. And this, of course, the one, the only, Fish B on the Latin Triangle. And of course this, the one, the only, Fish B on the guitar. And with that, Fish B, we're going to need to take a uh, musical hiatus for a moment. Uh, because this show's going to be weird, as if they all aren't weird. But I've had a chance to watch, like, no news today. Only a few minutes here or there and the, you know, the push notifications I get on my phone. But damn near as I can tell, me and President Trump have something in common. Something in common. Because every time I saw him on TV today, he was screaming at someone. He's going batshit crazy. Me and President Trump, this is our commonality. Insanity is our dojo. And the reason I didn't have a chance to watch uh, or, and even read uh, the, my typical media diet on a day like today, I had a six-hour intake appointment at this new behavioral therapy center, and I'm thrilled that they took the time. And I met so many different psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, other hangers-on. I assume there were a few groupies in the building. I'm not sure. After six hours, everything just started to just started to blend together. But here are the three big takeaways that uh, that I got out of today. Number one, all these doctors were stunned at just how low my self-esteem is. I mean, crazy is their business. They deal with people like me all the time and worse, yet they couldn't believe just how low my self-esteem... They went on and on and on about how, how insanely low my, uh, my self-esteem was. And then uh, this, was, uh, this was something funny, uh, funny towards the end because now these doctors are going to get together and powwow. And they, is that a politically incorrect term? Oh no! I'm sorry. I so these doctors are gonna get. Why is that politically incorrect? Why is powwowing a bad thing? I have nothing but respect for the natives. All right, fine. Oh yes, sure, sure. I'm, I'm not in the mood to argue. I'm not in the mood to argue. So these doctors are gonna get together and and talk it over and figure out who's gonna be the best person to handle my mental account going forward. And at the end of this thing, I go, I go, well, this could be, I tried to offer some words of encouragement, tried to show my self-esteem might not be as low as they think. I, I go, this could be, this could be good for somebody. I mean, I, I think I got a chance of being a real success story. And then you should have seen the look they gave me back. The, lo the look I got back was... I, 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 just, uh, just um, that that of uh, utter and total dismay. It just, just it didn't, uh, it didn't compute uh, that my uh, my theory that this could uh, this could be a real success story. And by this, uh, I mean the person talking. I mean me. Uh, and their uh, response was uh, this: uh, the woman doctor I was talking to. She said, uh, "You seem bright, and." And this next word comes with the biggest qualifier I've ever heard in my life. She says, you seem bright 
and fairly capable. You know, I'm not capable. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna give it. I'm fairly capable. That is uh that is quite a qualifier. Fairly. You're when it comes before capable, I guess it's better than somewhat, but just barely, just barely. And my third takeaway from this appointment today is we've talked about it before on this show, and I was so damn excited. I had a glimmer of hope for the first time in years based on the exciting new promise of ketamine therapy, the special K. Hook me up to the double IV. I got $3,000 with your name on it, Special K Therapy, if it'll help my brain and make, you know, my future seem bright and make me more than, you know, fairly capable. But I went to my nurse practitioner last week who writes all my mental health prescriptions, and she told me she didn't think it was a good idea for someone like me. She said it works great with depression, works great with PTSD, works great with a lot of bipolar people. But I... Amongst the bipolar community, I have what they would classify as rapid cycling bipolar, rapid cycling bipolar, excuse me, which is such a a small slice of the bipolar whatever circle you want to, whatever metaphor and whatever analogy you want to draw, I don't care. I'm tired. Uh, She thought there was a good chance it could just totally spin me out of control. Just spin me out if I was to do the, the ketamine therapy. And then I went to, uh, and then the doctors today, they told me the same thing. And unfortunately, this team of physicians knows more than my nurse practitioner. They also told me, I mean, they didn't definitively decide, but they, they agreed with my nurse practitioner that, yeah, a ketamine therapy for me it's not worth the risk. It spins me out of control. It's an experimental therapy, and God only knows what's going to happen if you believe in God or whatever. So that's how uh, that's how my day went. Uh, the good news is, though, uh, T1, I got $3,000 burning a hole in my pocket, so that sounds like a fun weekend. Question one. Let's just, let's just go through these, and uh, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see the direction of this show. Is, uh, question one. Is this string of new vaping bands a little heavy-handed? Uh, you think? You think it might be a little heavy-handed? I think the overreaction to this is, 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 yeah, yeah, heavy-handed. Seems like a fine phrase. Because so far, there's been 16 vaping deaths. 16, which is 16 too many, I understand. 16 vaping deaths. But now they're going to ban vaping products everywhere, and you're not going to be able to get the flavors. It just seems, it just seems too much. And I know this summer, those couple months where I was enjoying the Jewel and the Jewel Pods, compared to smoking Marlboro Reds, my lungs felt a million times better. Maybe I was poisoning myself in a completely different way. I told you I got a weird blister in my nose as soon as I started juuling, so it's obviously not healthy. But vaping's killed 16 people this year. Annually opiates, 70,000 people. And we couldn't be slower in addressing the opiate crisis. That thing took fucking years. Oh, and cigarettes? 
cigarettes. 17 people, or 16, excuse me, I just like the number 17, but 16 from the vaping. You know how many lives cigarettes are gonna end this year? A cool 500,000. Just uh, throwing it out there for the good of the group. What's next, Fish B? Do you still have a crush on television's Nicole Wallace? Ah, uh, Nicole Wallace, the former Bushy, the former McCain campaign person. Uh, she hosts Deadline White House on MSNBC. And she's an older woman, and she's a Caucasian woman, which, in fairness, are two things I'm not typically attracted to. But Nicole Wallace is so smart, and that she she let this go on TV last night. I was watching it. That she wakes up every morning to four newspapers on her doorstep. How erotic is that? How hot is that? I mean, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, and USA Today. Breakfast in bed with Nicole Wallace. Yes, please. She even wears, like, old lady glasses, like, way down on the bridge of her nose on TV. I don't care. I don't care. Sexiest woman on TV, Nicole Wallace, based on these four newspaper subscriptions. Next! Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yep, yep, there, there, there you are. Fish B writes, When should we start working on our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast of the Year acceptance speech? Not yet, Fish B. Not yet. But soon we shall start preparing because it is our destiny. To go from nothing to the 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast of the Year Award. That thing's gonna feel fucking sweet. I'm gonna show these doctors who's fairly capable. I'm fairly capable of winning this award if I get a lot of help. A lot of help. Next, Fishby. Next. Is it true you walked out of a bar without getting halfway inside on Monday night? How did you even know that? Who, who, who told you that? But yes, yes, I did. I'm trying to develop a, a, a daily routine that is consistent in the name of, I, well, I think it assists creatively, but I think it will also help my mental health to have much more structure in my life. And I think at night, when I finally get done with the show and everything is posted and we're ready to go, I think a good way to, to unwind is just to grab my headphones, go down to the billiards hall, hang out by myself, and, you know, shoot nine ball for an hour. J just, to, just to take the edge off, just, just something to do, to walk around. Be, I'll bring my notebook. When ideas come to me, I'll write them down, but no pressure, right? So I was going to do that for the first time Monday night. And I get it, and it, it was just more crowded than I expected it to be. And oh, by the way, when I go to the billiards hall, I've also decided that it's just not in my best interest to drink during the week. It, it just takes me out. I'm willing to drink on Friday nights and maybe Saturday, but, but mostly only Friday nights. So, so I, I go in, and, and I went in last night. It worked out fine because my good friend Doug joined me. 
but I order the full bob, which is which is a very fancy ice water. It's a, it's an iced tea glass full to the top with ice, full to the top with water, a lemon, a lime, and one mint leaf. So, but but the idea of trying to hang out in this quasi crowded place without drinking. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't even get halfway to the bar. I I'm not even sure I got halfway. I just turn around. I'm like, "No. No. No, no, no." And for the people that saw me walk in in my capri pants, so I might have and then walk back out, they're like, "I wonder what he forgot in his uh, in his vehicle." Uh just only my self-esteem. That's all. That's all I forgotten. Truth be told, it it wasn't in the truck anyway. <laughs> wasn't out there. I don't can't not sure where where one goes to find self-esteem yo it's fish b again okay you're right okay i'm on earth's twitter yes yes you are it's at bob's fishbowl uh, i also am on twitter fish b in your face although i don't tweet as much as you it's just at bob van dyne very easy we're on other social media platforms you want to get a question into the show the best way is to uh, just DM Fishby on Twitter, at Bob's Fishbowl, Fishby. It's easy. Uh, Fishby writes, uh, when do we bust out the phone? Oh, this show has uh, technologically improved. We have made substantial investments in this creative vehicle known as Bob's Fishbowl. And uh, I believe this week there's a chance... We bust out the phone for the very first time. We've got it tentatively booked, tentatively scheduled. Keep your fingers crossed it goes off. If not, very, very soon. But I would like to bust out the phone this week, and this show will be forever better for it. Forever better! What's the best thing Rush Limbaugh said today? I was uh, I was driving. Rush Limbaugh's on from uh, from nine to noon uh, of my time Pacific, and so as I uh, as I was driving to this six hour doctor appointment, I was listening to a little bit of Rush because because I, I love Rush. I, I disagree with them on politics ninety nine percent of the time, but damn, he's good at radio. I, I mean, he's not as good as Stern, but Limbaugh's like he's probably number two. He's probably, and then probably I would be number, th- no, um, not sure. I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm not on the list. Uh, now the funniest thing, Rush Limbaugh today, he was talking about the, uh, like the impossible burgers, you, you know, like the, like the fake big burgers and, and Rush Limbaugh, y- you wonder how his audience gets, uh, gets misinformed, but was going on and on for like 10 minutes about this, uh, about artificial beef patties. And was talking, and this is a direct quote. People are eating grass clippings that are made to look like beef. And just kept going on and on and on about how people are eating grass clippings that are made to look like beef. And while I don't entirely understand the science behind this impossible meat, I'm pretty sure it's not made out of lawn clippings. I'm just Throwing that out there. I'm just, I'm, I'm just guessing. And I haven't listened to Rush a lot lately, but based on what I heard today, 
He's suffering from the same thing Sean Hannity is, the same thing Glenn Beck is, the same thing Buck, whatever his name is, and every other right-wing talker out there. I swear to L. Ron Hubbard, I could smell Trump's balls on Rush Limbaugh's breath through the AM radio. That's how into the president they are. Like, talk about just, just cognitive dissonance, man. Jesus Christ. Christ, is $1 beer night as fun as it sounds? Uh, you know, tonight is dollar beer night, and uh, no, <laughs> a thing like dollar beer night, it sounds like it should be great. It sounds like there should be a line around the fucking block, right, for, for dollar beer night, but uh, it's not exactly promoted. And it's not exactly in world's most ideal locale. And um, it's fun if you bring a crew. But if you think you're just going to roll in by yourself to Dollar Beer Night and have a good time in Spokangelis, no, you're not. Don't. Plus, every time I go to the bathroom there lately, it smells like fly. It smells, excuse me, it smells like fried fish and cleaning products. And I don't know if it's the bathroom or my crotch after hanging out at Dollar Beer Night, but either way, that that doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. Next question, Fishby. Next question. What do withdrawals from pain medication feel like? Well, this is a very serious question, Fishby. What what do withdrawals from pain medication feel like? I mean, I haven't gone through them in, in quite some time now, but uh, I, I've been through a bunch. Man, I got myself real addicted to those on more than one occasion. Um, imagine... Well, well, first, let me say, it's the kind of thing that's so bad that no one should have to go through it alone. But I think the way it feels, then it lasts like seven to ten days. Um, imagine the worst flu you've ever had in your life and times that by about ten. And then you probably got withdrawals from pain medication. Uh, it, if you have the option of not getting addicted to, to, to Percocet and Dilaudid and all those fun things, sure, at first, at least to me, they felt like a hug from God, but uh, that high doesn't last. Are burritos Mexican sandwiches? <laughs> kind of... Um, I might be that, that that officially might be the worst the worst question ever. No burritos are not Mexican sandwiches. Uh, tortas are, are are Mexican sandwiches, and tortas are fucking delicious. By the way, uh, here here's a little thing about the burrito. Uh, burrito, based on my understanding of Mexico, which I love and cannot wait to go back to as soon as possible. A burrito, they're cowboy food, they're gaucho food, because they, they stay hot for a long time, right? So you, you, you can have them out there with, with the cattle and stuff. Um, in terms of like, like, like Tijuana, like Tiwas, I wouldn't, I know 
that downtown, and I know a few of those neighborhoods now, like the back of my hand, and I, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't find a burrito. I wasn't looking for one, but if you and I were to go to TJ, and you're like, Bob, where, or Pedro Guerrero, where do we get a burrito? I, I would have no idea. I, I didn't see a restaurant that had one on the menu, and I'm pretty sure a burrito in Mexican is burrito. So it's uh, kind of it's one of those uh, uh, they love them here in America. We we love a good burrito, but I don't know where to find one in TJ. So, but uh, but if, well, you're down there. If you've never had a torta, oh oh. What's the best news story of the day? Well, I'm I'm limited in my response that, uh, as as I said, I didn't uh, consume as uh, much news as I, I do on a typical day. Uh, but I did see this story, and and my God, uh, Amber Geiger, the Dallas uh, a police officer, former police officer now, that's been found guilty of the murder of a uh, uh, Botham Jean. Ah. Uh, you know the story. She was in, she was in the wrong apartment. The trial was all over the news. But today, during her sentencing, the brother was on the stand. His name is Brant Jean. Brant B R A N D T. Brant Brant Jean. But Brant Jean, the brother, asked the judge if he could give Amber Geiger, excuse me, if he could give Amber Geiger a hug, please, 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 please. And the judge, although it was an orthodox request, granted that, and they embraced for a minute, maybe over a minute. They were both crying. The judge started crying. The brother said on the stand that if it was up to him, she wouldn't have to do a day in jail. He believes it was an accident. His brother, now deceased, wouldn't want her to do a day in jail. I got to tell you something. This Jean family is a hell of a family. Hell of a family. And, and sadly, that just overemphasizes and highlights the tragedy that, 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 this, that this shooting was. And for a long time, I didn't believe this Amber Geiger story. It made no sense to me, but obviously I wasn't there, and I've done plenty of dumb shit when I've exhausted. I'm not trying to make excuses, but... You know, ima- imagine you're her, and it was totally 100% an accident. She did only get sentenced to 10 years in jail for murder, but still it's... 10 years is a long-ass time. It's a long-ass time. Oh, and there's Isaiah's music. Yay, way to go, Fishby. Way to go. All right, we made it through the show. Uh, Isaiah tonight, our nine-year-old executive producer... Isaiah writes, is Harvard fucking the Asians? Isaiah? Isaiah, you're you're not supposed to use language like that. And uh, that question is, uh, I mean, there's a recent court ruling about it. I think it was yesterday or the day before. This question is, is, is complex, intricate, and layered, and I'm not prepared, but uh, it's a good tease for tomorrow. Tomorrow on the show, I believe we will answer the question, is Harvard fucking the Asians? And now, time for a little something that used to be called Paleta Bola de Fuego. Now we simply call it 
the finale. Sadly, horrible anniversary. One year ago today, Jamal Khashoggi enters consulate and does not exit consulate, murdered by the government of Saudi Arabia and Turkey. Jello is making a literal can of worms for Halloween. Fun, fun, fun. Kelly Ripa is 49, and if you don't mind me saying, uh, yeah, Kelly Ripa, she's, she's, she's nice, right? She's nice. Uh, Sergey Google, he married a human. Way to go, Sergey Google. Art Kelly is denied bail. And lastly, Donnie Wahlberg and Jenny McCarthy have resorted to fucking in airport bathrooms, according to Jenny McCarthy. And there's no vaccine for that. Yes, that does seem appropriate. That does seem appropriate. There's no vaccine for that. So if uh, all goes well, fingers crossed, I don't know why it wouldn't. We'll see if there's some uh, nine ball, some lonely, lonely nine ball in my future. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow. All right. Say, uh, actually, my head hurts. Tongaleo, take the night off. We're out of here.